touchdown passes last year. This one's knocked up. Bowers tips it to himself, and he'll score. What is going on, guys? We are back for episode 46. Yes, episode 46 mm-hmm. of College Football Talk with Hunter yes. and Dylan. And uh, we have a great show in line for you guys. We got week, what is this, week nine recap. I'm losing track already. We are already, already, yeah. already past the halfway point. And just football in general, NFL, college, it's going by mm-hmm. fast. We had an action start up tonight, so you already know it's closing in. Oh, did you see that field before the game? Oh, yeah, blizzard coming in. Holy crap. Just the icing on the cake for a perfect start to action season. Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. But we are here to also discuss playoff rankings just got released earlier tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to discuss that. Nothing crazy. Everything else sorts itself out, but we'll talk about it. And I've uh, got some games to look over, plus mm-hmm. overreactions, overreaction or no, and some winners and losers of the week. But before we do that, make sure you guys are subscribed. We've got a lot of great content, continuously getting pumped out. College football season is getting right into the thick of what everyone loves college football about. Or exactly, yeah. Everyone, why everyone likes college football, because of the games mm-hmm. coming up starting with this weekend. So make sure you guys are subscribed. Because you do not want to miss any of the great stuff we have planned. Yeah, we get some good stuff to talk about coming up soon. It's going to be just a fun time. Oh, yeah. So uh, make sure you guys are subscribing on YouTube. Also subscribing on Spotify and listening there. We picked up a subscriber from last episode. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Never Road to 100. 100 subs is what we're trying to get to by the end of the year. We are at 65 now. Whew. So We're doing pretty good, actually. Well, that puts us now at... Uh, 35 to go, right? Yes, so 35 to go. We know you guys are out there. Make mm-hmm. sure you guys are subscribing to the channel. A lot of you college so, football fans who would love to talk more, so just... <laughs> yes, so yeah. we will hop right into it with the college football rankings that just got released. I'm going to put it in. Oh, one second, guys. Nope, there go. we go. Yep. Awesome. So... We have – I have the whole list right here. We'll mm-hmm. go in order if you're listening on Spotify. We're going to start from 1 to 25. Actually, we'll start 25 to 1, even though okay. if you're starting on YouTube, you just saw. Mm-hmm. But Air Force, Tulane, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Kansas, and Southern Cal are 25 through 20. Uh, first thing that spots opens my eye there, season ends today. Tulane mm-hmm. represents the group of five. Yep. So – that's something, even though they have one loss above our boys in blue in mm-hmm. Air Force. That's a big deal. Yeah. Because it already shows the committee respects uh, Tulane's loss over Air Force's wins. And that means a lot to me because, I mean, they're more or less just saying the Mountain West sucks. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's more or less what they're saying by that ranking right there. Yeah, yeah the Tulane loss was to Old Miss. They uh, they hosted Old Miss, but they were mm-hmm. not with uh, their starting quarterback um, that day. So. Yep. Like Dylan said, the committee must respect their one loss. Kansas State, um, they had a huge game this weekend with Texas, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma Bedlam this weekend. So a lot Oklahoma of good State stuff. has been on a roll since they started out the season. I Keep mean, they were called from Mike Gundy's head at the beginning of the season. Keep an they eye on – for his job. Yeah. Or he was just maybe just going to have him step down or something. But yeah. keep an eye on 22 and 23 there. Uh, that Big 12 race is wide open. And mm-hmm. before you know it, Oklahoma State with a win. They will beat Oklahoma this week, and they went out. They have like UCF, Houston, and they have UCF, Houston, and like some other chump on the Big 12. Like They BYU. can find themselves right there in 
the yeah, big World title game. So, <laughs> excuse me. So now we'll roll in to 19 through we'll say 15. Uh, UCLA, Utah, Tennessee, Oregon State, and Notre Dame, right there. Yep. Anything no there? problems with any of those for me. I think the most interesting part about that is, uh, you know, the committee's still showing a lot of respect to Utah, even after that Oregon loss. Well, their only losses are Oregon and Oregon State. So, yeah, two top top sixteen teams. So, mm-hmm. you know. The or I mean the loss this past weekend was not good, but you know, yeah, like you said, there, there's I think they still kind of respect the teams they've beaten. To the mm-hmm. resume's not terrible, you know. They beat UCLA, Baylor, Florida, like yeah. good wins right there. Sorry, right, so we'll go. LSU at fourteen. We don't mm-hmm. really have. To, we'll talk about their game this weekend on Thursday with Tuscaloosa yep. in Tuscaloosa uh, against Alabama. You know, Louisville at 13, Missouri at 12, Penn State 11, Ole Miss 10. Yeah. Uh, first thing catch my eye, Missouri right there moved up two spots from the AP. They go to Athens this weekend for Georgia. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss is right there at 10, which means they, they – I mean, they keep rolling. They are going to find themselves in the top 10 going yeah. into Athens too, again, which is going to set up a huge – Probably the biggest matchup all time in that series. Yeah. I mean, just get guessing based on just the history of both of those programs. I don't think Ole Miss has been in this spot that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. No offense to any Ole Miss Rebel fans, but they, they haven't stayed. Uh, they they usually by this time they have hit a speed bump or two. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think it's interesting uh, Missouri over LSU there, especially since LSU does have that head to head. They, that is true. I would say it's probably at this point it's just because of the losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, one loss, two losses. Other than that, yeah, they probably would be. But even then, they're only a couple spots ahead of each other. Or mm-hmm. they're only a couple spots ahead. So They're right there, really. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, we're going to move in now. So top 10, mm-hmm. 10 through 6, it's Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbia, Washington at 5. So, I mean, um, there's a kind of – it, what I don't know how you felt. This is kind of what I thought. It would really come down between Oregon and Texas, which team is the better one-loss team. Yeah, I I agree with the committee that I think it's Oregon right now, especially since Texas doesn't have Quinn Ewers anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oregon's just been rolling. I still think mm-hmm. they're the best team in the Pac-12. I think they yeah, beat Washington on a neutral site right now. Um, yeah, like you said, they're the best team, the best one-loss team. And mm-hmm. you see that like head-to-heads. Here, Washington's above Oregon, head-to-head. Texas above Bama, head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Um, you roll into the top four here. This is the important stuff. I thought <laughs> it was going to be Ohio State, Georgia, Florida State, Michigan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just flipped them around. So it's Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, one through four. Yeah. yeah. I, I had Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida, uh, Florida State. Yeah, so I mean, we we all had the same teams, just yeah. a couple maybe tweaks here and there. I just knew that I had a feeling Ohio State was going to be one based off of the committee looks at head to heads, who you mm-hmm. played, like strength of schedule, and just like yeah. as like the main factor. So the teams that they've beaten, they had the best uh, overall resume right now with beating mm-hmm. wins at Notre Dame and Penn State. So and even at Wisconsin, which isn't a bad win. So yeah, there was really no doubt that I thought they were going to be one Georgia at two just gives Kirby smart bulletin board material which you love yeah. to see somebody tweeted they were like great like thanks committee for just handing Georgia their third straight now na- another national yeah. title for some he's going to turn this into rat poison I don't know how he was able to convince those guys was it last year or two years ago that one dude interviewed after the game he's like you guys had us going seven and six seven and five yeah I remember yeah. that I think that it was, was like last what year. And they went fifteen and zero. So I was like, "What? Who told you guys that?" He's what is one Kirby of the, Smart telling people. Is he creating fake TV shows? He's <laughs> <of> the Georgia. <laughs> he's the best guy. If you want to just motivate people, I think he's one of the best motivators. Just in general, not even yeah. take out sports in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting to take though that um, when they asked the committee chairman Boo Corrigan about Michigan. As far as like with the scandal going on, yeah, um, they said that's an NCAA issue. 
This is that's not a playoff issue. So we rank how accordingly how we see them on the mm-hmm. field. So regardless of if they're cheating or not, which another thing has popped up today, it's not Central Michigan is in, in, investigating uh, possible Connor Stallion dressing they're up done. as a. Uh, a Central Michigan as just assistant coach or just employee on the field. And when they were at Michigan State, so he could on the Michigan or Central Michigan sideline that he could watch Michigan State signs. Yeah. Uh, There's photos out there. He's wearing sunglasses. Um, That game was at seven o'clock at night. And uh, yeah, there was the sun wasn't out at that point. So he's obviously trying to conceal his face. Yes. I mean, it's it's so obvious what they're what they're doing. Um, you know, pull up the pull up the Demarcus Cousins video. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's um. I mean, they weren't even trying to hide it there. And yes, there's people still out there that think Michigan hasn't done anything wrong. I think that they're going to extend Harbaugh. Harbaugh's and there's talks that they were they're going to give Harbaugh the biggest Big Ten coaching deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To date. So Harbaugh's going to get his money, or if he, he could also it. just yeah, if he takes it, or he just might go to the NFL. I uh, if if I was if I was a betting man, which I'm not, which I'm not, I would bet on Jim Harbaugh declining an extension right now. I think he's going to wait and see how if any more evidence unfolds, and then he'll attack from there. I just think whatever he's offered at first will be. Say he'll say, let's table this discussion for later. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think like end of the season. Not, then. Yeah, I do not believe he would sign an extension today, though. Uh, last quick thought: Florida State, right there four. I think there are four mm-hmm. in the AP too, right? Yep. So they didn't really move. I think it's mostly based off really outside of real outside of the win at LSU or a neutral side game with LSU. They haven't really yeah. played anybody. Sorry, Clemson. I mean, I they mean, beat Duke. They beat yeah, they Duke beat without. I mean, Duke realistically without their starting quarterback and they only and it was at home. So, but you control your destiny there, or you, yeah. you play who you play. Just resume wise, you're looking. I mean, I think they still have probably the best offense in football, or at least top three. Yeah. Offensively, I think them, Oregon, uh, Washington, Georgia's mm-hmm. right there too. Michigan is averaging 40 points a game, even though they're cheating. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> asterisks right there. But uh, yeah. I still think Florida State controls their destiny. They have a very easy schedule coming up. Mm-hmm. The only game I could see them slipping up with is the Florida game. That's because it's yeah. at Florida. And for some reason, Florida likes to play good at home and not on the road or a neutral site. So, Gators get them at home. That's the only game I could see a slip up. I don't think mm-hmm. they slip up this weekend with Miami. No, Pitt. They have Pitt. They got Pitt this weekend. Pitt then they got the Miami game. Get Miami. Yeah. I think Miami gives them a good challenge, but Miami gets penalized too much, and penalties are going to yep. kill them. So I think Florida State wins that. So the Noles control their destiny there. I think Georgia controls their destiny with now. Yeah. You know, you come into the season thinking, oh, they don't play anybody. Schedule's not good. You look now at the stretch. This weekend, they have number 12. Next weekend, they have number 10. They have number 17 the week after at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Georgia Tech team that continuously beats, for some reason, they lose to bad teams and beat good teams. So I don't know. I'm just saying they win. They win. Uh, they win even number games. They lose odd number games. All right. And That's Georgia Tech Georgia, style. Uh, Georgia's number 12. Yeah, Georgia's number 12. Clemson is number 10. So, mm-hmm. watch so I'm telling you right now, now uh, I hate to be the guy to tell you this, man. They're gonna beat you guys to uh, go to the bowl to go to a bowl game. That's it's, funny. It's that's just, funny. It's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Heartbreaker on the end of the season, man, because it won't happen. There's no <laughs> chance. But if, that's Georgia, if Georgia Tech, if Georgia Tech beat Georgia, does Georgia still make the playoff if they win the SEC championship? Yeah. How far do they fall though? Three or four. I think they fall all the way down to like eight. Like they you... fall behind Alabama. Let's just I can't even believe we're having a hypothetical right now about this. But <laughs> I just say Georgia Tech has not looked bad. Ranked wins I, would ranked wins, Clemson or mm-hmm. Kentucky. Yep. They were ranked mm-hmm. at the time. Yep. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, which would be a top ten game, a top ten mm-hmm. win. Yep. A top twelve win against Missouri. 
Mm-hmm. Top fifth, top twenty right now. Who's to say Tennessee doesn't move up anymore? Yeah, Tennessee at Tennessee, and then a neutral site game against Florida. And Florida's probably gonna, depending on how they do. I mean, they'll be a six or seven win team. So, you know, call it what it was. But I think it's the fashion they're doing it. I'm just saying. But then you finish the season losing <sighs> to Georgia Tech. There's in, not a in shot in this this planet or any other planet that they're it's gonna not- lose. It's not. It's they got they got Haynes King. Sucks. Good running game. Eh. That's that ACC defense. I think. Defense. They, I, think so they, I think. I think they, they have a decent. They beat Miami too. because Miami can't kneel. Mm-hmm. You beat a North Carolina team that I still don't know how North Carolina lost that game. We're not even going to talk about it, but I mean, I have them as a loser of the week. But North Carolina, you know, Drake May had a ninety. Led this. Led all quarterbacks this past week with a ninety-three QBR. Or PFF rating or whatever, mm-hmm. and they still lost. Yep. He didn't even turn the ball over. I don't think. No, I don't think he did either. That's I think uh, they should have played a really solid game. Yeah, that's just the yellow jacket. I, all I'm there. saying, all I'm saying is though, is that um, you know, <laughs> I don't actually think Georgia Tech should be Georgia, but I do think Georgia Tech is improving a lot. Yeah, as a program. They can throw oh, the ball Brent now. Key's done a great job with that. Yeah, he's done a really good job. I mean, I know it's stupid to say because Haynes King was horrible at AM, right? He almost still but, almost beat Bama. I mean, he, he's looked good so far at Georgia Tech. He's 21 on, touchdowns, 10 interceptions. On, They're throwing even, the ball for the first time in like 20 years. On even weeks. Remember, even, mm-hmm. even weeks. You're right. He looks Remember. good. For some reason, you know, we played. So, ironically, Bowling Green, so, like, ah, Bowling yeah. Green looks bad. Boston mm-hmm. College at home looks bad. North Carolina, that's good. That's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Miami, bad, but still one. Yep. Still one. Bad, but one. All right, we're gonna move on though. Two. A final thought, I guess. I can keep it. Final thought though. Playoff rankings. They get them every Tuesday. The rest yep. is gonna. Everything's got. Everything's gonna sort itself out. So, all these teams that are Michigan, Ohio State, they still gonna play each other. Georgia's got mm-hmm. a tough game, tough stretch coming up. Yeah. The Pac-12 is gonna sort itself out. And God knows what Bama's going to sneak in at number four. So I don't really know anymore these days. I'm a boomer. All right. We're going to move on, though. Georgia. Florida. Mm -hmm. That's how it's said. Don't let any Florida fan tell you it's Florida, Georgia, because it's not. It's Georgia, Florida. And the annual rivalry down in Jacksonville was a splattery. An utter splattering. An annual tail whipping. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Georgia continues to dominate Florida. They've now won six of the last seven. Kirby Smart. What is he moved to? 16 they lost. 17 they won. Eight, I can search it up for you. One, two. They won in 19, law 21, 22. Should be, should be five, six and two? Five and two. Five and two. All right. Uh, no, yeah, six and two. He just it's won. Two. This need to be updated. Yeah, yeah, six and two mm-hmm. against Florida. Just, <clears throat> I was there at the game, and uh, I can tell you it was a great atmosphere. Beautiful day. I mean, just the out the tailgating, all the entire atmosphere was awesome. It was just like I said, a great, beautiful day. Florida jumped out early. They scored, yeah. come out of the gates hot, score. And then from that point on, it was pretty much nothing from Florida. Uh, just Dylan can pull up the stats. I can tell you what happened. Yeah. So Florida scores. Georgia goes right back down the field, hits a field goal. And then Florida stalls. They get a strip. Mertz got sacked. The ball came out. There was they recovered it, but they punted it away. Georgia goes right down the field on a big play to Lad McConkey, who had a mm-hmm. big day. He had six catches, I believe, for one thirty-five and a touchdown. Was that touchdown? Uh, then it was ten-seven, and then the play of the game, which I think was the play of the game, it altered either side. So Florida, it was going into the end of the first quarter, or end of the going at, at yeah restart end of the first quarter. Yeah. Florida has the ball at around their own 31, 32-ish. 
they it was third down. They throw it short, and he gets tackled right around the line to gain. But <clears throat> he was about a yard short, yard and a half, short, eh, maybe a yard to less than a yard short, but he was short. They gave him the first. I was like, no, 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 no. There's no way they just gave him the first down. Not a <laughs> chance. They moved the chains and everything. But there's not a chance. They got to review that. The quarter's about to start back up, and I look. They're reviewing it. They have him on the Jumbotron. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, and they showed him the board. I'm like, there's no shot. He just got – they gave him that. Like, they're going to overrule it. Mm-hmm. They overrule it. It's fourth down in inches. They pull up the most – Agreed. I've seen some bad fourth down in inches calls. This one was more the on the leaning of the side of the head scratching. Yeah. <clears throat> so they put Mertz. They start him in the backfield or shotgun. They he quickly goes up and he puts his hands under the center, but the they have him snap the ball, but it goes right through him to Trevor Etienne in the backfield. They were gonna try to do a pass with Ricky Pearsall coming in motion. But they forgot to block Smile Munden, and Smile yeah. Munden just completely blew right through and tackled ETN like four <laughs> yards behind the line of scrimmage. And I'm just like, oh, I mean, I'm just like, what kind of call was that? Yeah. And all the Florida fans were like, what? They were just like, oh my goodness. Oh, I was said, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. They didn't, they could have just, because I thought, I'm like, if they go for it, okay, they'll just do it like, QB sneak and get it. Mm-hmm. But they pull that one. Old Bayou Billy pulls that one out. I said, there's no shot they just did that. Georgia got the ball back at their own at the Florida 31, go down score. They outscored him that point 36 to 7 before Florida scored a junk time touchdown. Mm-hmm. And the final score ended up being 43-20. Carson Beck had a great day. He threw for over 300 yards. I think he went 19 to 28, 315, couple touchdowns. Dominic Lovett and Lad McConkey had a huge day. We were talking about who was going to step up, and Lovett and McConkey were those guys. I mean, Robert Thomas had some a nice day. Oscar yeah. Delp did a, had a great catch and some other nice had a couple other catches mm-hmm. filling in for Bowers. But the defense played out of their mind. They sacked Mertz four times. They were able to run the ball. I said they're going to have to have a big day from Deshaun Edwards. Deshaun Edwards had a big day. So yeah. They were very balanced. Florida had two tackles for had two quarterback rushers entirely. And I don't know how you feel, but as if you're a Florida fan right now, you're, you're looking. You know, Eugene yep. Wilson had over had 11 catches. He's a freshman, by the way, and you know he had a good day. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, what do we have? The most inconsistent team of all time. They are. Like, where are you right now if you're a Florida fan? Because if you have Arkansas this week, I, so and okay. if you well, hold on. Yeah. if you yeah, lose, you, you have Arkansas this week, but then you have LSU, Missouri, LSU, Missouri, Florida State. Mm-hmm. So if you lose to Arkansas, there's a very, very good chance you're not going to go to a bowl game. Yep. Uh, not only that, but you finish back-to-back seasons with losing records. So. I mean, first time you, that's probably happened in what decades for Florida. I mean, it's just like, where are you as a Florida fan? You have a good recruiting class coming in for now, at least for now. You're ranked, yeah. you're ranked, I think, third right now in the recruiting mm-hmm. rankings. But like, at, in the moment, like, where would you be right now? You're you'd be staring at a potential six and six year. Yeah, that's that's the thing is, if you're a Florida fan and you're looking at it, best case scenario you win eight games somehow, right? Yeah. Because I just don't see a reality in which they can win all four of their next four games. I, I don't see it as a possibility in any way. They just – they look at times undisciplined. They are just – the offensive line can't protect. So their running game just at times cannot get going. Against – some of the teams are going to play a pretty elite offenses too, and their defense at times just does not – have the guys to keep up with elite athletes like when they play lsu and florida state i don't know how their cornerbacks are going to be able to keep up with neighbors and keon coleman and you're on the road and they hate playing on the road they're terrible on the road the one good thing is you get florida state at home 
mm-hmm. but your home game against Arkansas is a noon game where you're wearing all black. And God forbid you they decide to just not play. I said going into <laughs> this, I said, well, here's the thing. Here's what's going to decide yeah. this game. Georgia's really good on third downs. Mm-hmm. Florida's decent at stopping on third downs. Problem yeah. is they don't get pressure on the quarterback. They're ranked over like 108th in the country. And what happened? Beck was able to just do what he wanted back there and just eat you up like that. Because even on third downs, they couldn't get off the field. They couldn't, even when they brought pressure, they still mm-hmm. couldn't get to him. Yeah. And that signed it up. Boy, that's, there's your ball game right there. I mean, maybe that would have been a way to describe it. I, I, I was looking at a headline that said, you know, not even an assistant coach stealing signs could have helped Florida today. Like, they just look six and, unequivocally un, Georgia six undermatched. And, yeah. Six to 12. They look like equals. Georgia, Georgia was 50% on third downs, 23 first downs. They had 486 yards total offense. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take away the one big run Florida had at the end of the game, Florida averages about two and a half yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Georgia averaged 11 yards to the air. Florida only averaged about six. So, I mean, time of possession, Georgia 33. I mean, Florida, again, you take out and tracks 48 yards from their total of rushing yard total. Mm-hmm. And you have... They rushed for 61 yards on the ground. So a lot of bad there. I still think that, you know, if Florida is, I think you could look at it and be like, okay, we're still building for next year and the year after. Yeah. But I know, I know that Florida fans don't want to wait. They want improvement now. They see teams like Missouri, like Tennessee, that are just these coaches are, you know, building something. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're a Florida fan, you're like, why we're better than those guys. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we there? And now you set yourself up for a poor ending. Yep. But if you're Georgia, you got all that you're peaking at the right moment. You playing all great on offense without Bowers. Your defense is looking really good. You're peaking at the right moment. And now mm-hmm. you got the stretch run. This is the big run that, that now everyone's looking at. Yeah. You know, you want to get where you got to be. You got to, beat the teams there ahead of you. And so luckily they get two of them. The first two are at home. So you get those two at home. Then you got Neyland and Georgia Tech, which is a home game pretty much. So it doesn't really yeah. matter there. So we'll call it two and a half. Mm-hmm. Call it two and a half. Hey, you never All know, right. man. Maybe Yellow Jacket fans can go crazy. You know, <laughs> They will not. Bobby Dodd ain't going to do anything. So. I'll show up, man. I'll wear my – You're going to go down in downtown Atlanta? You be my well, guest, Dylan. Why not? You want to go with me? No. <sighs> No, not a shot. Bobby died for a Georgia game. It's like Vanderbilt hosting Georgia. I mean, that's what it it's is. It's like Wake Forest hosting Florida State. Did you see those eh, pictures? I did. I did. <laughs> uh, did you hear RG3? No, I did not. He said, he said, it's, you know, it's a Halloween weekend. All the Wake fans are dressed up as Knowles fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good, RG3. Yeah. Sometimes he drops good ones, and then other times he says, some questionable the, stuff. The wildest things you'll ever hear. All right, we're gonna move on to. Yep. Let's go Oregon, can or Oregon, Utah. Yep. So, uh, Oregon crushes Utah. They snap Utah's, I believe, eighteen game winning streak. If you count the COVID year, in which mm-hmm. the last time they lost. Before that, it's like twenty plus games. If you take out the COVID game. <clears throat> Excuse me. But just, I mean, I think we both thought I I had Oregon. In the points, yeah. it just felt like a bad matchup for Utah. Oregon's it, been it, coming, yeah, and Utah's no, yeah, lack of offense right. of doing anything mm-hmm. is wasn't really going to help them out, even being at home. So, Bo Nix had a really good day, but I mean, I don't know how you thought, but they just um, well, just a bad matchup. M- m- yeah, I, we were talking about beforehand is that. Both these teams have good defenses, but one of them has a good offense too. So we just thought, you know, me and you both, I think thought the same thing is that just Utah is not in the same realm right now as Oregon. You know what I mean? Oregon is trying to compete for a national championship. They're doing all these things. And, you know, Utah is not that yet. No. It just um, it was um, 
it's if they had Cam Rising, different story maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think Oregon's just one of the be- better teams in the country right now. And yeah. I, like I said, I keep saying they're the best team in the Pac-12, my opinion, regardless of if they lost or not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, three hundred almost four hundred yards almost to two hundred and forty. Mm-hmm. Two is really what's going to get you. Bart Rice and Barnes threw two picks, only a buck, only threw for a buck thirty-six. We, I said they were, he was going to have to have another Superman type of performance. Yeah, didn't get it. Got Howard the Duck instead. But uh, Bo Nix did enough. Looks really good. And Oregon he, continues. Been fantastic this year. Just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So. Not much else really to say about that. Uh, the Utes are a solid ball club. I still think they're going to achieve their win. I think they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, Oregon is what I think they have so much more to play for. You just have to be careful if you're Oregon. You can't slip up again and lose that second game. So, yeah. But I think they're just humming right now. So we're going to move on, though, because not really much else to say. Uh, a game that Dylan had circled that we both thought was a tricky spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I was saying before the game that playing in Lawrence is not fun. Playing in front of a sold-out crowd in Lawrence with crappy weather is also not fun. This was just a horrible combination for an Oklahoma team that struggled at home the weekend before against UCF. And I think we can both be honest here. That game would have gone to overtime with UCF, and who knows what happens yep. if Gus Malzahn doesn't get cute on a two-point conversion. I mean, it was a game between two mm-hmm. really evenly matched teams. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much in the stat sheet that say otherwise. Mm-hmm. You could – I mean, honestly, real big thing, if you're really trying to split hairs, I mean, Kansas had more first downs. Kansas uh, had a backup quarterback in the game too. But a guy that's played a bunch, though. Jackson Bean yeah, has no, played a bunch. He's played a bunch, but you know he's not the guy who no. was Honestly, supposed I mean, to be in charge of this yeah. team. Both teams ran the ball very well. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to split one hair, though, Oklahoma, 11 penalties for 101 yards. Kansas only had five penalties for a little over 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams turned the ball over three times. Yeah. Both teams had um, over 440 yards worth of offense. So... <laughs> Just your classic Big 12 game, and like the Big 12 usually does, it delivers an upset. And now, if you are Oklahoma or just the Big 12 in general, yeah, there's not a single undefeated team. Mm-hmm. You now are banking on just chaos. one of the teams to win out. You need chaos to win. You need Texas <laughs> to go undefeated the rest of the way, or Oklahoma. Yeah. Really Texas, if we're being honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You need Texas to win out, and you need some chaos in front of you. You need Alabama to lose for sure. Yeah. You need probably um, – you, you need Washington to lose, Florida State to lose. You need chaos, really. How about – I mean, if if the Big 12 title game was today, it's Oklahoma and Iowa State. Yeah. The Cyclones keep rolling. But if we're focusing on this, I mean, Kansas is right there in it. I mean, mm-hmm. Oklahoma – has to they can't stop anybody on the run right now, run game right yeah. now. And now you got Ollie Gordon. You got to go to Oklahoma State for Bedlam, and Ollie Gordon just keeps putting up 300 yard rushing games. So they got to have their hands full there. I love Oklahoma State this week. If you're looking at point spread, they're yeah. like six and a half, seven, seven. They're getting at home, and Oklahoma can't stop the run. Texas has a backup quarterback right now, Malik Murphy. I'm not saying Malik Murphy's bad. But now you got Kansas State coming to town, mm-hmm. and Kansas State's rolling. They just yeah. obliterated uh, who they play this week, Houston. Mm-hmm. And I I called that as like the seventeen and a half take that, like they complete. I think it'd be about forty. This yeah. weekend. Uh, plenty to play for in the Big Twelve. You were just looking for strict chaos and take outside of the playoff. Looking at just chaos, the Big Twelve is right there. I mean, they are. A lot of chaos happened. What if just for some reason, I mean, Iowa State and Oklahoma State end up being it? Can you imagine that? I would love it, personally. That'd be so I feel like fun. it'd be so much fun. That's but... like with Virginia Tech hanging around the ACC right now. Yeah. It's like, how are you here? You're like, I'm just here. I just made. It's because Virginia Tech wins at home. 
and then just gets dominated the second they leave home. They go to Joe Campbell Stadium. They lose forty-four to what was it? Forty-four to thirteen. Uh, thirty-nine to something. Thirty-nine seventeen. I thought was it. Was it? Yeah, thirty-nine seventeen. Wow. But then they play at home and they can just win games. I mean, it's classic Florida right there. If you're yeah. really thinking about it. <clears throat> but a lot to play for there. And we can't wait for the game. This is why November's the best, because you get chaos. Nothing but chaos. Because now you really <laughs> are separating which teams are contenders and the pretenders. You start separating mm-hmm. them out. And yeah. now you start seeing who's got the inside tracks, all that fun stuff. All right, we are going to move on now to Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State, this was the Saturday night game in in Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, uh, I don't want to say sloppy, but just a slow pace game. Not a whole lot happened. It was 24-10. Obviously, you can see the total. I think it was 10-10 going into half, I want to say. Like, just right, yeah. was a low-scoring game. Uh, Marvin Harrison had another big day at over 100 mm-hmm. yards receiving, six receptions, a buck 23, and two touchdowns. He ended up again being the difference maker. <laughs> the defense for Ohio State just continues to carry this team. I mean, yeah. the offense was much good weapons as they have. And speaking of offense for Ohio State, Mayan Williams out for the year with a injury, I believe, mm-hmm. is what it was. You still have Travion Henderson back, but yeah. And you're getting a Mecca Buka back healthy too, full healthy. So they're still going to be fine. Uh, Wisconsin struggled. They had a backup quarterback in. I mean, with your backup quarterback in with uh, Locke, you know, you can only do so much, especially against a defense like Ohio State. But um, I just still, Kyle McCord is just, he's not doing what I expected him to be doing. He's still making mistakes. Like two picks again in this game. I, I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. He's not one of those first-round picks yeah. Ohio State quarterbacks. We're just so accustomed. It's almost like mm-hmm. with Bama. It's like you're just yeah. accustomed to them just pumping quarterbacks out. And They, they have the, a guy who's not. This, it's like the first year you're seeing a guy that's just not that. Mm-hmm. not saying he can't pan out because to being something cool or really good, but yeah. right now, if you're looking at just now, it's – he it's hasn't been that, no. Yeah. So, can the defense continue to carry this team? I think they can because of just how well they are just able to limit any explosive plays mm-hmm. and just shut you down. They held Wisconsin to under 100 yards rushing. Crap, I just X'd out my page I had open. <laughs> of course I did that. Here, one second. Oh, here. They held them to under 100 yards rushing. A little over 160 yards passing. Uh, they went held six of sixteen on third down. They Wisconsin only averaged four yards to the air and three on the get ground. Like did not do anything. Was I mean? But if you're Ohio State now, let me see your remaining schedule. You have who do they have this week? They got Rutgers. They're at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Look out for Shiano's boys. Shiano's boys are. Going bowling at six wins. Yeah, the way. good. You know, Jersey, Jersey born. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's shout out to the Sopranos and Rutgers for that one. Yeah. Uh, then they got um, Michigan State, which really isn't a football program anymore. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota and then yeah. Michigan. So that's the big one. I mean, I mean, although Rutgers hang around, they covered against Michigan, even though Michigan cheated. Uh, I mean, I can't see that Rutgers beating them. So it's going to be come down to that Ohio Michigan game. So and that's at Michigan. So we'll see if McCord's able to step up. He was able to step up a little bit against Notre Dame down the stretch in that game. Yep. And that'll be a very I think that's going to be a low scoring one too, but I, I don't know. I I I think Michigan's going to win that game. But. I do I and make a pick there, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting because, you know, Michigan has had great success this year, but yeah. JJ McCarthy, what they were able to do last year is beat them over the top, and Ohio mm-hmm. State just doesn't give up any deep shots. Yeah, 
So we'll see. That's down the road, though. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin can you? Uh, Wisconsin, I think Fickles has a a good. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Like a good stepping stone to where they can be. Or they were they were down. They're down their starting quarterback against them. Braylon Allen got hurt. It was just it just wasn't their night, and they were able to hang around for the most part. And then a late touchdown ended up being the backbreaker. So I still like where Wisconsin's heading, but Ohio State keeps winning, and that's it. Right? Yep. All right. Sweet. Yep. All right. We're going to move on now to overreaction time. Yes. It's time. Did I? Are oh. we overreacting some or? It's that's fair. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. I got. How many I got? I got four this week for us. Okay, you know. Right, so number one, Dabo Sweeney is finito, done, finished at Clemson. Overreaction. Okay. Only because, hear me out. A guy like Dabo Sweeney is the kind of guy who, even when he starts to lose a lot of games to the coach, does not get fired. I... He has too much clout and too much respect inside of the program. Yeah. Not when I say the program, not just the football program, but just the athletics program, the school itself. I mean, he's gonna get a, he's gonna get a statue at some point in front of um, Death Valley Junior. You know what I mean? So I I, I'll go I, I think I think in total the Clemson run is over. They're never going to do what they did before, ever again. They're never going to come close to that. They're going to – 10 win seasons are going to be a highlight year for them going forward. They'll they'll be like a Tennessee now where you're going to just get yeah. – you're going to be an 8 to 10 win team, and that's at your ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like and if you get ranked in the top 10, we're talking – it's a big deal. And it's only because – and this is really if Dabo's there. Who's to say if mm-hmm. somebody else comes in? But – yeah. I don't think it's that big of – I don't think it's an overreaction only because his refusal to use the portal is what's mm-hmm. going to send him somewhere. Either yeah. he's going to get told to step down, fired, mm-hmm. or he's going to retire. And it's because Clemson fans, seeing what they've done this past couple of years and how like successful they've been, yeah, and it's like – we're not really that far away. I mean, I know there were, and their only reason is because, I mean, you can't, you're not using, your coach doesn't want to use the portal. Mm-hmm. He hates NIL for some reason, or yep. just doesn't like where it is at the moment. He's oh, losing. He doesn't really make it very clear, does he? No. He doesn't, he's, I, I want to think he's losing some recruiting battle or recruiting grounds. Yeah, he hasn't been now other as teams. Well, as no, so it's just the perfect storm to now where the the athletic department now has got to say, listen, we have no intention again. I think I've said this before, but like we have no intention of firing mm. you. Like we don't. We we'll build a statue yeah. of you one day for what you've done for this program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we need to see some sort of you adjusting to what college football is now. Otherwise, we yeah. are going to have to make some sort of changes. You know what I mean? Like, you, mm-hmm. we bring in an OC, a Garrett Riley, who's done wonders for other teams. Yep. Comes in, and then you say, he'll, we're implementing stuff, but it's still going to be the Clemson way, which means translation, that's, it's my the stuff. style offense, what yeah. I want goes first. Yeah, it's my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's the Jimbo Fisher thing. We're like, yeah. Who's really in control? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think other – I mean, that would be the only reason why I'm saying it's done. And like we're both saying, like the years of going 15-0, and 14-1, and they're done yep. for now. Yeah, they're gone. You're and not. if you're a Clemson fan, cherish cherish those memories. That's what I'm doing right now. around soon. As a Georgia fan, I'm in, yeah. I'm in, I cherish every single week, every victory, because mm-hmm. I know one day – I've seen where we've been. I see where Georgia's been. Yeah. With eight and four, seven and five, nine and three. Like I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying the ride right now. Because I know one day it's gonna fall. So next one. Speaking of Georgia, Carson Beck Dylan needs to be a Heisman, needs to be a one of the Heisman favorites coming down the stretch here. Overreaction. Uh only because there's so many guys 
<laughs> that I just don't see him cracking it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've I've seen a lot. JJ McCarthy's been getting pushed in there. I I don't think he deserves to be in a he Heisman He should not be a Heisman. He's the favorite nope. right now, and it baffles me. He hasn't played yep. anybody. His stats mm-hmm. aren't as good as Beck, if we're just yeah. comparing the two right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he – if we're just basing off of, – finish what you're saying, but, like, McCarthy, there's no reason he should be – No, there's no defender. reason McCarthy, other than the fact that his team's undefeated. And they That's haven't the played anybody. Yeah. yeah. I – think right now the Heisman favorites should be Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., Jordan Travis, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., and then from there it's just kind of a mix. You know what I mean? How many people go? Four? Three. Four go. I read right now, Mm -hmm. I would say, and if – I'm going to say not an overreaction, only because if Beck continues to play like he did last week where he threw for over yeah. 300 without Bowers, mm-hmm. and we're going to see a lot coming down the stretch here. Let's say he does play really well in these next finish out the year. Yep. Everyone else does too. But I'm going to say, I don't think he might win it. I think Jay Daniels is the clear favorite, and he's going to, if he, yeah. he could lock it up, in my opinion. He can lock this sucker up. If he goes into Tuscaloosa and wins, I, he I could think have that Heisman point. moment. He could have that Joe only Burrow reason, Heisman moment. Only reason I have him outside right now is because his team is six and two, and I think that hurts him. It shouldn't, but it does. I just think from if it's an individual award, it is. It should be. I think that it's an individual quarterback award, but mm-hmm. I still think like his numbers are crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. I mean, he's fourth right now in the country in passing yards. Mm-hmm. He's I'm gonna pull up. He is one of he has some of the most touchdowns in the country. Doesn't throw the ball over a lot, and he's just he's leading. He is most of the wins they've had this year. Old Miss. I mean, I mean, he has single handedly carried them. Yeah. The Old Miss game. He combined himself for over 500 yards. Mm-hmm. And they lost still because of that defense. So yeah. he did his part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna say Jaden Daniels. That's Michael fair. Penix. Well, actually, you know what? Michael Penix has been struggling some down the stretch here. He's been struggling a little bit, but I think he picks yeah. it back up. I'm gonna say Michael he Penix plays USC this weekend. Michael Penix, yeah. So Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, mm-hmm. Carson Beck. I'm gonna say if this is if he everyone else plays well. And yeah. how I'm gonna say Ollie Gordon. If he finishes out when he if he just keeps rolling, he you know how many rushing yards he has right now? He has over a I thousand saw, rushing yards. And we are still we're only in week ten going into here. He was looking good, but I just don't know because they got two losses, a two loss running back, possibly but, three loss. I mean, if they beat Oklahoma this week, actually, you know what? There's a decent chance he vaults himself you. up. So yeah. All right. Oregon Dillon's the best. I think we kind of already explained this one. I said Oregon's mm. the best team in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, I th- I, that's not an overreaction. I no. agree with that. And then uh, Matt Rule should be uh, the clear candidate to win Big Ten Coach of the Year. Absolutely. Yeah. Not even a contest in my mind. Anymore. Let's just let's just bring this back real quick, right? Matt Rule in his first year has four wins already. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Five. They're five and three, five. dude. He has won more games in a single season than Scott Frost did in any single one of his seasons at any point. They are five and three. They're three mm-hmm. and two in conference play. Yep. They uh. They have they have they, they have, have winning Michigan, record. They have Michigan, and a winning record in conference play. They have here's their remaining schedule. Mm-hmm. They're currently. I mean, they're tied for first in the Big Ten West. It's Big Ten West is a complete joke, but. Yep. Their current their remaining schedule is at Michigan State. They're going to win. Yep. Maryland. Go bowling. Maryland yep. at home. Then they have at mm-hmm. Wisconsin and then was Iowa. Yep. Who's to say they they're going to at least get win one more game? They're going to go bowling in their first year. Yeah. Can we think up the last time Nebraska went to a bowl game? I believe it was what twenty sixteen maybe. Was that I, the most recent time? 
You want to pull that up real quick for me? Yeah, I, I'm going to pull it up for you. Just a remarkable job by a guy that they start. I mean, look at how that year started. 0-2. You blow the game against Minnesota. 2016, you, yep. 2016, get, they went to the Music City Bowl. Lost yeah. to Tennessee. You get routed by Colorado. And then, yeah. you know, you get blown out at home against cheating Michigan. Mm-hmm. But then since then. I mean, even since the Colorado game, you're, you've won five out of your last six. And now you got a reasonable schedule down the stretch. Matt, I mean, just kudos to Matt Rule. Somehow, yeah, I mean, no, they absolutely. Made, what a good guy to come in and fix that program. You, I mean, just, I mean, just think about how bleak that locker room and that program could have been. You're zero and two, new coach. It's like, is he really working? Yeah. And now here you are, five and three. They love the guy. I mean, there were people after those first two games saying that, like, maybe he should be fired already. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, I mean, me and you both we do this show. We hear these people talk all the time. Yeah. There were people claiming that he was the wrong guy already. But he has been a just great job, like we keep saying. So kudos He's, to Matt Rule. Yeah. See if they finish out. Keep rolling this year. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll move on now to our final segment of the week or of the episode. Yep. Winners and losers of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. My winners are the UGA defense for what they did. Okay. Four sacks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Forced, they forced two fumbles, recovered one of them, a blocked punt as well. Just complete dominance against Georgia, or Florida. Yeah. And just put them on lockdown after giving up the touchdown. But just kudos to the dogs. Oregon, for what they did, they keep on buzzing. A big-time win. Regardless, it's at Utah. Utah is one of the toughest places to play. Mm-hmm. And um, my final winner is – I added three, actually, for both of them. Just because I'm like, there's so many winners and losers this week, so I can't single them out. My final winner is Ollie Gordon again. For what, for what he did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – one second here. Oh, please. Crap. He had another big time win or big time mm-hmm. game. They won again. Huge yep. win this week for the Cowboys. He had over 200 yards again on the ground. Oh, here we go. He had over 200 yards on the ground. 271, excuse me, and 25 carries. Another two touchdowns. This is now the last. He has, in his last five games, he has over 100 yards in all of them. His last mm-hmm. two games, he has over 270 yards. Yep. He has combined his last four games, his last one, his last four games, he has eight touchdowns. He is currently first in the country in, in, a th- with, in rushing yards with over 1,000. And here's a good one. Uh, he's averaging eight yards a carry versus conference opponents. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's really good. Those are my winners. Who are yours? So I had my winners as my number one winner was uh, Georgia Tech. Um, mainly, you know, they not only do they upset UNC, but just they've been able to, you know, Brent uh, Brent Pry is that how you say his name? Yeah, he has come in. He has turned the program around in season one. I mean, you know. It's it's rough to talk about that program because for the last like five years they've been in the world's most agonizing transition from the triple option yeah. to playing football correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know they finally have a coach who's like actually doing it. They can throw the ball on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They you know they've they've gotten two upset wins over ranked opponents. You know what I mean? Column wins. No, column wins. One of them should have never happened. They won both games. They did, uh, but put an asterisk next to that one. Uh, the Miami one? Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is why you run the ball when you could just take a knee? The refs made the right decision there. <laughs> nice, nice. My other, my other winner, though, was Louisville. Yep. Um, not only for uh, shutting out Duke. But with UNC losing, Duke now – I'm sorry, Louisville now controls their own destiny. They can go to the ACC championship, mm-hmm. the ranked top 15 in the country. 
yeah. in season one for Jeff Brom. Big time. Yeah, big time, big time. Big time. My losers of the week are USC's defense. Uh, not good again. Another week, another week where I keep saying they're a loser because mm-hmm. they were. He gave up yep. 49 to Cal. Are we kidding me? They were, again, a two-point conversion <laughs> away from beating you. Yeah. Cal, beating <laughs> you. This is ridiculous. Come on, we can't have it. <laughs> Oklahoma, we can't. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that's a fair pick. Yeah. And then North Carolina, again, back-to-back yeah. weeks, double-digit mm-hmm. favorites, and you lose. Yep. Can't have it. Can't have it. Honorary mention uh, is Clemson. Uh, going into NC State and losing is always not on, not there. Do yep. like what NC State's coach said to Steve Smith. He pretty much told him to kiss my ass. Yep, uh, he did. That was awesome. That was that legitimately was pretty sweet. awesome. That's just why I love coaches' interviews. They are the best thing in the world because you never know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah. They might just go on the Ryan Day rant and say, it's it's always been us against Ohio. <laughs> He's not from Ohio. I always will hold that one dear to my heart. But, yes, those are mine. Yeah, they got the guy from – what was it? Is, isn't he from Maryland? Who, Ryan Day? Yeah. And he's from, like, New Hampshire. <laughs> you tell me, I'll look, I'm going to finalize this, and you're yeah. going to read off your losers. So um, my two losers were, number one, Cal, for not only losing this game, right? Yeah. But they probably just played the last game against USC for God knows how long. They sold out – that stadium where fans never show up. Yeah. They had a protesters from the Oh yeah, they delayed the match. They delayed the game. They had no halftime. Yep. yep. And then they lost to their only their their the biggest rival they have outside of Stanford. Have we seen have you heard who Cal plays this next year in the ACC? Uh they play Florida State. They have to go to Tallahassee. So the here's your they go, oh, two, they, go uh, they get Miami at home though. So here's the, they get Miami, NC State, Stanford, and Syracuse at home. Mm-hmm. Syracuse has to go cross country to play Cal. Yep. Yep. It's outstanding. <laughs> this is what you love to see. Then they got to yep. go to Florida State and Wake Forest, mm-hmm. coast to coast, baby. I love St- this. Stanford has to go to this is their Stanford's away teams are Cal. Then they got to go to Clemson. Wake mm-hmm. for or not Clemson, Clemson, NC State, and Syracuse. This yep. is outstanding. It, oh my God, it blows my mind. Why didn't they just invite Tulane to the ACC? Like there was don't such ask, don't an ask. easy option. <laughs> this is another loser. Oh ACC is the loser. For it's this it's amazing though for people who like like the they brought you know, SMU the, in. SMU's uh, SMU was a good pick. I, S- I'm, I, their Florida State goes to Dallas next year. That's exciting. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like a SMU stadium. It's nothing crazy. Hey, you know what I mean? I've never been to Dallas. Maybe I'll go. Dick down in Dallas. Hey, <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> That's a such. Oh yeah. But anyway, my second loser was Dabo. I mean. You're four and four at a school that had expectations to go to the playoff this year. Oh, yeah. You're starting the season ranked in the top 10. I mean, it's just been an embarrassing fall to mediocrity (sighs) for the Tigers. It's a nightmare season that I think most fans for Clemson probably want ended right now. But that's the thing is, it's like a nightmare that won't stop getting worse. No, it just progressively like, like, gets worse. It's worse every single time they open you open your eyes. You know your coach is t- telling fans to stop rooting for us. Yeah, um, right. You have other. You're people- the problem. <laughs> Not only are you losing games, but you have your coach yelling at people that you he deserves to get paid as much as he's getting paid. Like it's like, oh my god, oh my god. Was- <laughs> wake me up, wake me up when when this month ends, please. Was that your final loser? Yes, yes, that was my final loser. All right, so there's our losers of the week. Uh, shout yeah. out to the best bet train from Keep On Rolling Around. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about we had a, don't want to brag, but uh, 5-0 and week this past yep. week. So 5-0, and if you chose to hop on, congrats. Yeah. 
Weird if nineteen thirteen and one going into next this week. We stay you above know, that five hundred train, baby. You know, it's a, it's it was a good weekend. You know, it was a great weekend. Hunter lost another game in fantasy football. I think he's gonna do the unthinkable and uh, have personal. the have personal. one of the one of the first ever winless fantasy football seasons. Let, so, let's give a hand to him for that. So that's one of my one of my many leagues. It's the league <laughs> we are just going on, putting a brave face on a smile. Uh, other leagues, though, that are also very important to me, I am doing solid. So that's all that matters at this point. But uh, um, and Dylan has any more final thoughts? Make sure you guys oh. are make sure you no. guys are subscribing. Mm-hmm. Remember, road to a hundred. Subscribe if you haven't already. Watch, like the video, do yeah. it all of it. Or usually, our recap videos do really good numbers. Last mm-hmm. recap video has over ninety views. Outstanding. Yeah. But I know most of you aren't subscribed, so subscribe. Uh, Thursday's a big preview show. Got a bunch of games we're going to get through, so make mm-hmm. sure you guys are tuning in then. And, yeah. Uh, can't wait to. See you guys Thursday and preview a bunch of games for week 10. Yeah, we're excited. I can't wait to come back. For sure. All righty. We'll see you guys Thursday. This is College Football Talk, guys. We'll see you next time. Happy Halloween. Here you go. Happy Halloween, guys. Awesome.